What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the All Things Basketball podcast. This is an emergency quick episode before we get the reserves announced for the All-Star weekend. Uh, Obviously, I don't know how I left out uh, trying to put my own reserves list. And so I'm going to go ahead and pick the reserves as quickly as I can. I'm going to just kind of go through these as quickly as possible. They're going to be announced tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time on TNT. So it should be fun to watch. Just so you get an idea of how the selection goes, uh, this is what it says online. So NBA coaches vote for the reserves for their respective conferences, but they cannot choose players from their own team. Each coach selects two guards, three front court players, and two wild cards. Right? So, you know, again with the position rules, right? But it is what it is. I'm going to follow these rules, and I'm obviously going to go down the line and pick my uh, my reserves, right? So I'm going to start with the Western Conference. Obviously, again, two guards, three forwards, right? And then the two wild cards. So some of these are obvious. We got John Morant. I don't think there's a there's any question about that one. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, obviously dominating. He should be a 100% lock, right, for the reserves. I got Damana Sabonis. Obviously, do that, I believe, leads the league in rebounds. And he's just been having a great season, The Kings have been having a great season, the success, the games played, the stats, it all falls in line for Sabonis and also as a forward, which you can arguably say the forwards in the Western Conference, not that deep of a a pool, right, to choose from uh, when you're taking into account games played, team success and stats, right? So uh, Laurie Markkinen, who's been having an amazing season, it's a breakout season for him, success, Probably not taking too much into account since the Jazz have fallen a little bit. But Laurie Markkinen's been one of the best forwards in the Western Conference. Um, and he's, like I said, just been having a great season. So I have Laurie Markkinen. Uh, obviously, my last front court slot that you have to pick would be between Anthony Davis and Paul George, right? In my, uh, in my estimation. So I'm thinking Paul George, he's played more games than Anthony Davis. More successful season. You know, so I'm taking Paul George over Anthony Davis, right? Anthony Davis hasn't played enough games. Yes, he's had, he's put up the stats, but again, team success, games played, and stats taken into account as well. So I'll take Paul George. Um, So those are my five locked in, right? And then we're going to, then I'm going to go ahead and give you the two wild cards for the West. So just going through the West list one more time. Ja, Shea, Sabonis, Laurie Markkinen, Paul George, right? And I think I'm good with those five. Not sure who else I could really throw in there when you're taking into account the two guards, three forwards rule, right? So the two wild cards, no position matters. You can just pick whoever two. And this is the part that gets really hard because, and it's between three guys, really, for me, that make it so hard. So Damian Lillard, he's been balling. The team's hasn't been the team hasn't been that good. Season hasn't been too good. It started off hot and then you know, you kind of see them where they're at right now. So Damian Lillard, he's played more games than AD. The stats are there. And I guess you could say, obviously, team success, right? Compared to the Lakers, I guess. But I have to reward uh, Damian Lillard for obviously just being out there playing and also having a great season for himself statistically, right? It's not like a sleeper season for Dame. He's having a good season uh, stats-wise. So I had him over Anthony Davis. And then I have, you know, this was tough because I want to put Anthony Edwards in here. I want to put De'Aaron Fox in here. Uh, Jamal Murray is an honorable mention. You know, obviously the Nuggets having a successful season. 
but it's like if I go through it with Jamal Murray, right? So the stats for Jamal Murray, you know, 19 points per game, just not, you know, obviously he's coming back from that injury and he's been really good in January. Uh, he's been, he's, he's been great, right? It almost looks like he's, he's almost uh, completely back, right? Almost officially back in that sense. Um, and you want to kind of reward him because the Nuggets have been great this year. But when you're taking into account the stats and, you know, team success, right? Like, yeah, you know, obviously the Nuggets, uh, best team in the West right now. But, you know, De'Aaron Fox, man, third in the West. You know, obviously we have Sabonis already on the reserves. Uh, we already have Jokic on the starters. So it's kind of a toss up. But De'Aaron Fox's stats are just much better than Jamal Murray's. And that's where I kind of have to draw the line. So, you know, I cut Jamal Murray, uh, but honorable mention for sure. Anthony Davis, to me, I'm just cutting him off the bat. Just not enough games played. Um, and then it's between Anthony Edwards and De'Aaron Fox, right? Edwards, super hard to leave out. Uh, similar stat line between De'Aaron Fox and Anthony Edwards. But I'm going to go ahead and reward De'Aaron Fox as, you know, really the leader of the Sacramento Kings, uh, the guy that kind of makes everything kind of happen, right? Yes, it's a full team effort, really. Uh, the team plays good defense. The team has really good offense, right? They're very potent offensively. I think that the Kings deserve to have two all-stars this year. Uh, I think they're sitting at third in the Western Conference right now. So, you know, yes, Anthony Edwards kind of carrying the load pretty much, right? Really carrying the load for the, for the Timberwolves. But if it's between a player that's leading a third team in the Western Conference versus a team that's, I think there's sixth in the West right now, which isn't bad, but you know, I just, I have to reward De'Aaron Fox. And so that's my West list, right? John Morant, Shea, Sabonis, Laurie Markkinen, Paul George, Damian Lillard, and De'Aaron Fox. So I'm going to go on to the East, right? The East to me, was much easier than the Western Conference, even though I still had some issues along the wild card slots. So uh, off the bat, my locks, right? Jalen Brown, no surprise. I would have put him as a starter if the positions weren't a thing. Maybe, right? Maybe would have put him as a starter, um, you know, because you have, I always said, you know, Embiid, Tatum, Giannis, and KD are like my four, right? But then I don't know. I guess it would be between Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie, and Jalen Brown at that point. Uh, but anyways, so I have Jalen Brown, James Harden, who's been awesome for the Sixers. Hasn't been MVP Harden, but the numbers don't lie, and the success of the Sixers doesn't lie either. You have to reward Harden. Obviously, if Harden's on this list, you know Embiid's going to be on this list, who should obviously be a starter. Uh, so yeah, Joel Embiid. Uh, I'm going to give this to... I have to give a Knicks player... Uh, because the Knicks, they haven't been great. They haven't been bad. They've been in the middle, right? They've been in the middle. So they've been solid, but they haven't been a great team either, right? And I can't say they've been bad. So I have to give it to Julius Randle. The stats are are, are there, right? The all-star stats are definitely there. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I think that Julius Randle's having a pretty big season compared to last year. I think that he definitely stepped up from last year. Last year was kind of a... Oof, a yikes year for, for Julius Randle, but um, yeah, so so I have Jalen Brown, James Harden, uh, Julius Randle, uh, Joel Embiid, and then I'm giving it to Bam Adebayo, right, from the Miami Heat, so this dude, 
I want to look at the the stats real quick for Bam Adebayo because I'm obviously I already looked all these up when I when I made this list, but I just want to remind myself, right? 21 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, right? You look at the, you know, you look at the blocks, right? Almost a block per game. You know, this, I mean, this, he is definitely holding this thing together for the Heat. Um, obviously, you know, you can, you can talk about a Jimmy Butler and things like that, but I think that this team is where it is because of Bam. Um, even though they've been struggling this year, uh, they've kind of picked up the pace, but don't really know where they're going to end up this year. So, but yeah, I do want to reward Bam Adebayo. I think that his two-way ability so far uh, has to be rewarded, right? So Jalen Brown, James Harden, Embiid, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle, and then we get to these two wild card slots, right? So I'm not seeing Darius Garland get love around when I'm looking online, and I find that strange because the Cavs, I mean, you're looking at the standings. The Cavs are fifth in the East, right? 31 and 22. Uh, Darius Garland's played a ton of games, and his stats are... I would say, you know, it, it, it was like, these are the guys I'm kind of debating, right? So Darius Garland, Pascal Siakam, Jalen Brunson, right? Those are the three guys that I'm having trouble with on this uh, on this wild card. Because on the one hand, Pascal Siakam's numbers are out of control, right? They're better than, they're better than any of those guys, right? Between Darius Garland, Pascal, and Jalen Brunson, Pascal Siakam's numbers are far better than both of those guys. Uh, the problem is the Raptors haven't been good this year. They've really been struggling, but it's like Pascal Siakam, if he, to me, he's either within the top 15 or top 20 players in the league. And I don't think he falls any, not even a hair outside of the top 20. Uh, I think that Pascal Siakam's a solidified top 20 player. You can maybe argue top 15. So I don't know if you can keep a guy that's out of the 15 or 20 best players in the league, not in the all-star game. So like, that's where I kind of have no choice but to put Pascal Siakam as badly as I want to reward the Knicks for, for I'm not going to say I'm rewarding them for winning because it's not like they're a home court advantage uh, playoff team, right, either. So that's kind of tricky too. Um, but you have to argue also, hey, you know, Jalen Brunson's been amazing for the Knicks, right? Really the leader, you know, distributing, scoring, definitely, you know, being tough on defense. He brought a true point guard playmaking guard and and you know also catch and shoot guy right like making things happen for the Knicks right just one of the best point guards the Knicks have had for you know in recent memory right so it's really hard because it's between Darius Garland and Jalen Brunson and then it's like well I rewarded a Nick already with uh, Julius Randle so am I gonna throw Jalen Brunson in there um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Jalen Brunson make it because of I mean I don't know I don't know what the coaches are gonna are gonna value more right Darius Garland really the the second best player on the Cavs like I said you're looking at the standings the Cavs are fifth in the east you know they started off really hot you know they've kind of lost a couple of games they've dropped a little bit you know and I would say I'm gonna go ahead and if I'm splitting hairs when you're looking at the stats between Garland and Jalen Brunson they're damn near close to each other right they're almost the same uh Garland having more assists you know, far more assists. Um, and just, I just think that Darius Garland's the better player, right? And and sometimes you want to reward guys for certain reasons. And it's like, at the end of the day, I think that I can just split hairs by saying, who do I think is just better, right? I think Darius Garland's the better player. He's on the better team. And, 
And I think it's as simple as that, right? Once the stats are very similar, I think you can kind of pick one over the other, right? I don't know, you know, but I, I, my list here for these two wild cards, I'm going to put Pascal Siakam and I'm going to put Darius Garland. So my East list, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Joel Embiid, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle, Darius Garland, and Pascal Siakam. I think I'm fine with that. I don't think I'm snubbing anyone. I feel like each one of these guys, it's really hard to put anyone ahead of these guys. You know, it's crazy that, you know, where you see Trey Young last year and the year before, and then not even a conversation for a reserve this year, right? Um, that was kind of strange. So I wanted to keep this episode very short uh, because I am in the middle of obviously, uh, I'm still on my work day. I'm currently on the lunchtime. Uh, so I just wanted to quickly just put out a pod on the reserves list that I feel should be the reserves. Uh, but we're going to find out tonight, seven o'clock Eastern time. This is the All Things Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Vic Lopez, as always, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Yeah.